This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, home stretch here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Do us a favor if you don't already subscribe to it, make sure you do wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Silver and Black today. Click subscribe and click and make sure you put on auto download. That way, every time a new episode comes out, you will get it. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. Hit subscribe and the notifications bell there. Always a lively chat happening right over there on the other side of Mo's mug. And we're talking to people over there inside the chat all the time as well. So thanks to all of you. And also a shout out to our listeners on 98.5 The Fan and 1140 The Bet in Las Vegas. Mo Moten, he's a national NFL writer for Bleacher Report covering the entire league. And he also writes about the Raiders up on sportsnot.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Mo Moten. That's Mo with an E, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. You can follow me at LV Gully. The show is SNB today. Okay, Mo, the Pro Bowl. We made fun of the Pro Bowl, the old Pro Bowl, when they actually played a game where nobody played defense and they kind of pushed each other over instead of tackling. Um, and, and this new format that they brought to Las Vegas I saw most media members really harsh on it, talking about how bad it was, talking about this, talking about that. It's terrible, especially a lot of media members who actually weren't there, but were covering it from afar, which is totally fine. Um, but I will tell you this. I'm going to defend it. Now, you can, you can take the other side of the argument if you want. But I said this to you last week. This format is great for families for fans to get a trip, nice trip out to Las Vegas. It's not a bad trip, especially during the winter time, where you get to meet and greet and hang out, get autographs with these players who are doing all sorts of things. They're throwing that paper targets, which apparently makes you an MVP now. They're throwing, uh, they're pushing sleds. They're doing all kinds. They're playing dodgeball, which I thought was actually pretty hysterical. They're playing flag football. To me, this event, because the NFL Players Association long ago, wants to protect players. So nobody's going to go to the Pro Bowl and actually play a football game and get hurt. There's too much money on the line, uh, and the league doesn't want it. So they've gone to this format, and then I see the media just blasting it. Now, here I will say this. This is where one of the times I put on my fan hat, okay? 
shut up. It's not for the media. I understand it would be boring to cover as a member of the media. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'd like to cover it because it's not really anything ex except getting sound bites from guys, right? Other than that, it's a bore for the media, but it's not about you guys. It's about the fans. It's about the little kid, most of which can't afford to go to a football game anymore to go out and see their favorite players. Mo, did you, I thought it was sort of exciting. Did I watch a lot of it? No. But if I was still in Las Vegas and I had my kids, I would have definitely taken them to events. I'm going to say this. I didn't watch one minute of it. I watched, <laughs> I saw, <laughs> I saw clips of it on social media, you yeah. know, some of the things that happened, but I agree with you. And, and I think Vinny Bonsignor of the Las Vegas Review Journal also said this. He said, Sometimes we we get too much in, into our own lanes and we don't see how things are important to others. Right. And I think he made the same point that you made that this event is, is a fan event. It's for kids and families. It's not for media. You're not there breaking down drag routes and 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 cover three covered uh, packages and and nickel packages and base formation. You're not you're not doing any <laughs> of that. So there's nothing for you to have hardcore football opinions about other than the quotes that the players give you. And there were plenty of good, pretty funny quotes coming out of the Pro Bowl activity. Sure. Um, Pro Bowl weekend. But as far as the event is concerned, it's just a big, I think, so, I forgot who said this. Shout me out whoever said this on Twitter. But someone said it's just a big picnic. Yeah. It's a big football picnic for where people just go and have fun. Nothing serious going on. As you said, you get to see your favorite players, like autographs and, cool games like a carnival it's like a football carnival almost and i think that's the point of it is that to give something back to the fans for, for them to enjoy it's not for media members to get again hardcore quotes down for their stories and and to run something on on the internet it's for the fans yeah and and i thought i thought overall i watched it in pieces i watched a little bit of the competition and so for those of us older than most of you <laughs> There used to be a thing called the Battle of the Network Stars. It was a TV thing where celebrities, mostly from television and movies, did like obstacle course stuff. You know, climbing the walls, the steeplechase, jumping over the water, some racing, some 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 uh, dunk tank, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, and it was just fun. It was a way to see the celebrity outside of their normal role. And that's what I think the NFL was trying to do here. Now, one criticism I had for the NFL viewing from afar was I could tell because I lived in Las Vegas for so long, it was all over the city, right? So it was not in one location. They had events at the Raiders training facility over in Henderson. They had stuff at the stadium. They had stuff outside, different parts of town. I would consolidate that and make it more accessible that way. But what I did see was, to your point, and I'm going to specifically focus on Raider Nation. A lot of our listeners from the West Coast brought their kids out there or they went by themselves and it was just a great way to say goodbye to the season to say goodbye to their friends to see some of their favorite players in a completely relaxed environment you're not worried about your team winning you're not stressed out it's not about that it's just about enjoying football enjoying the personalities and enjoying your friends family and to me that was a winner that's why and, and I've always said I've been very impressed with Josh Jacobs as a young man but his comments, you know, he was asked about it and he said it was stupid and S-H-I, you know what I'm saying, right? So we try to keep this family oriented so we don't have to put an explicit lyric on it. But Josh Jacobs basically called it crap. And one of the other players, I think he was a long snapper for the Bills and I forget his name now, called Josh Jacobs out and said, hey man, you got a check for going to the Pro Bowl. 
And it's not about you to the same point you made about what I said and what Vinny said. It's about the fans. And guess what? You could have not gone. You could have said no. If you thought it was stupid, you didn't have to go. And I think, again, just like journalists sometimes forget it's not about them, these players, I understand it's an honor to be named, and he deserved it. Obviously, Josh Jacobs had a great year. Mm. But remember, there's kids there who will never be able to afford to see you, but they got to come see you there. And for them, that might be the excitement of their year. I think if you put it to Josh Jacobs that way, because Josh Jacobs has been, you know, He's pretty a great much guy. a good guy. So I think Absolutely. if you put it to him, I think if you put it to him that way, he would agree with you. Not to defend him, but I'm just saying he's probably answering it from his perspective. Correct. And and I could see why he's like, oh, this is a waste of time because, you know, I'm not out here to just. I don't want to say have small talk with fans, but I'm not out here to just lollygag. I'd rather. I think he said I'd rather. He'd rather it be a vacation for his family. So, again, he's thinking about it from his perspective. He's not thinking about it from a big picture and what it means to mm-hmm. the fan base. He's thinking about it for himself. How would how would it make it better for the players? And he's probably saying for the players, give them a vacation. But I do understand that if you would oppose it to him, well, if you look at it from a big picture, what would you think of it? Like fans get to see you and it's affordable and people can bring their families and all the other festivities, I think he would understand it. Like, well, it's a good thing. Yeah. And I think too, that the old format going back now, 10 years when they, when it was in Hawaii every year, I thought, I thought players, even if they didn't tackle and play defense and all that, they enjoyed that too, because they could actually season was over. Yeah. You're going to play a little football. You have activities you got to do as part of the game, but you take your family to Hawaii, right? So it was kind of now Vegas is a good vacation spot too, but it ain't Hawaii. Okay. So, so I get that from his perspective and I'm not holding it against Josh Jacobs. I was just surprised by it because he's such a well-spoken dude usually. And I think he just, he just was, it was a casual environment and he just kind of, Oh man, this is stupid. Now he did play dodgeball. And I I think maybe he was upset because he didn't play dodgeball as well as he played football. I think it's sometimes we, and I'm not saying you're doing this or we do this, we I think sometimes we, we we expect players to say the right thing every time. All the time. Someone yeah, puts true. a mic in their face. And we have to remember that these players, they're football players. They're not they're not PR agents or, or <laughs> people who speak in front of a microphone every day. Yeah. So sometimes when you get when you put a microphone in the face, you're gonna get the raw answer, whether it's sanitized or not. You're gonna get what he really thinks. And one thing I can yeah. appreciate about Josh Jacobs is that he's gonna tell you exactly what's on his mind whether it's the 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 pc thing to say or not he's going to tell you exactly what he's thinking and that's what he did when he was interviewed for that it's a great point i mean the, our last two presidents didn't speak very well so can you imagine <laughs> we've had two presidents in a row who, who kind of were loopy when they talk and for different reasons but nonetheless so 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 to see a player it's a great point mo um the other thing that sticks out and a lot of news around the raiders was the Pro Bowl was Derek Carr. You know, a lot of fans, oh, he's wearing an NFL hat. But he, meanwhile, he had a Raiders logo on his oh, shirt. Oh, um, all this kind of stuff. You know, people basically on both sides of the argument still entrenched in the car wars. And as you tweeted out this past week, even after he's on a new team, there's going to be some semblance of a car wars in Raider Nation just because people can't give in and give up. But Derek Carr got to say his goodbye 
uh, to fans, uh, and he got a nice ovation. I know a lot of fans, including our longtime listener, Just Win Wendy, was there in her car jersey to say goodbye. They felt like they had some closure there, which was great for the fans. I do that as well. And, of course, the people who didn't like Derek Carr were happy to watch him in the, in the, in the uh, flag football game throw an interception at the end game. So everybody was happy. So that's, again, another reason why the Pro Bowl worked. I will say this. I, the, the funny thing about this is, the, number one, the whole car thing about, oh, when is car wars going to end? Is car wars going to be over once he's gone? I remember when I first started covering the Raiders. And this is back in 2014 and 15, right? They would still talk about Terrell Pryor and Carson Palmer, right? And those guys yep. weren't with the Raiders as long as, for nearly as long as Derek Carr was. So you can imagine... If you were still talking about Carson Palmer and Ter- Terrell Pryor after the Rays move on from them, you can imagine that there are going to be lingering conversations about Derek Carr, especially because he's still going to be starting in the league for another team. And they're going to be fans that say, see, we shouldn't have got rid of him. Look how good he's playing. Or there's going to be fans that saying, see, good thing we got rid of him because look how he ha- he hasn't improved <laughs> his play on a, on a better roster. Yeah. So either way, they're going to compare him to whoever the Raiders have at quarterback now and saying, okay, right or wrong, McDaniels is right or wrong for getting rid of him. So you're saying he's going to start somewhere? (laughs) He's definitely, yes, he's definitely. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, I'm playing with you because that's, because you know somebody out there is going to say the same thing. He's not a starter. He's a bum. I'm I'm just making your point for you in a funny way. But yeah, Yeah. I I think that's interesting because, and then there'll be something else. We live in this age and, and, you know, major, vast majority of Raider fans are awesome people. They just want to talk about their team. Yeah, they get frustrated sometimes and they vent, but most people are not like this. It's a very, they're both, both sides of, a, of, of the same coin uh, that doesn't represent the majority of Raider Nation. Uh, but it'll be something else. So if Aaron Rodgers comes and doesn't have 90 touchdowns and only one interception, it's going to be a bad move. If they draft C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Bryce Young, whoever it is, that guy sucks. See, we should have never done it. We should have drafted a defensive player. So there's always the the counter argument because people don't want to be patient or they expect perfection out of everything. It's something we you talked about just a moment ago about expecting our athletes and football players and sports stars to speak eloquently and perfectly every time they're they're in front of a microphone. The same can be said for their play too, right? You look at some of these players who took time to develop. You look at Jalen Hurts is the best example right now of the NFL. Look, no one thought that kid was going to make it. No one. I mean, even in Philadelphia, they were like, what the hell are they doing? I mean, you can go back and look at some of those headlines. But they waited. They were patient. And it happened. And so, yes, Raider Nation can say we've been waiting for two decades to win. But the reality is it doesn't matter what's happened in the past. All you can do is look at the look forward uh, and it's unfortunate, but this is part of sports fandom today. Social media has brought this about, and it's not going to go anywhere soon, my friend. Yeah, if you're if you're out there and you don't want to take part in the car wars, then just ignore it. You exactly. can do whatever you you can put it on your band car and your band words, whatever you can scroll past it. I tell people this all the time: whatever you don't want, ignore it, because yeah. then you'll get less of it. But if you if you give something that you don't like more attention, you're going to get more of that. So if you mm-hmm. get on a bunch of car threads and go, I hate car wars, I hate car wars, you just put yourself in the middle of a thread of car wars <laughs> and you something you don't want. If yes. that's not if that's not what you want to read or see, then just scroll past it. As I'm, lear- as I'm learning, as I stump for the Raiders drafting C.J. Stroud and getting Michigan fans telling me how he sucks. And I'm like, 
dude. It's because you're a Michigan fan. <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> right? So Duh. so I get I get that. Uh but yeah, that's just how it is. And and it's hard sometimes and you know Mo, I always text you about this when oh, I got sucked in again cuz I get sucked in. you're you're much better about it than I am. I get sucked in occasionally. Uh but that's it. Yeah, you have to protect your peace as they say. And I think that's the same uh when it comes to social media and arguing about your team. So I give I give people two tweets. I give people two <laughs> tweets. Two responses. Um, after the two responses, I don't care what you say after that, unless you're saying, hey, Mo, I'm cash-apping you a million dollars. I have nothing to say to you after that. I am not arguing but, with people on Twitter. But so see, that, that's happened to me before, and then I've had people like you come and tell me, hey, this dude said you blocked him. He's a good dude. And I'm like, well, he must have said something idiotic to me. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So do you hear that? Do you, now, for Raider fans listening, you hear that? I'm trying to help you guys out. The, the people who get blocked by Scott, I try to put in a good word for you. But if you're if you're continuously a douchebag, there's nothing I can do. No. All right. I, but I try to I, I try to talk Scott into letting go of the block button. I don't block that many people. I tend to mute people because because it's like they're in an empty room yelling at me. So they, I can't hear them. So it doesn't matter, right? So if you mute somebody, you don't have to deal with it. Now they can respond to certain tweets and you might see their stuff, but that's what I do because you do. I remember I defended Derek Carr last year when he was, when somebody, he was blocking somebody and people were complaining about him blocking people or he said something in the public about it. I was like, no, I defended him. Like, look, why do you, if, if people are going to attack you and, and tell you that you're a piece of crap, why would you want to listen to him? Now, if somebody wants to tell you, hey, you said this on your show and you were wrong because of A, B, and C, and I was wrong, great. Then I'll admit it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about these people who go above and beyond. Now, I make mistakes sometimes. Sometimes people get a heated debate and they they lose it for a minute and they're good people. That happens to all of us. I, I just look. If you're out there and you, if you know how I go about my Twitter, I, I used to rarely block people as well. I barely mm -hmm. block I block more now simply yeah. because sometimes people just are are consistent or persistent with it. Like every day they're on you about something over yes. and over again. It's like you just don't want to hear it. So you just block them and it's done. Right. Yeah. So far, I haven't had anyone say, hey, you blocked me and I should have been blocked. So anyone who I blocked <laughs> probably deserved it. Yeah. That's what I think, too. But then you tell me I'm wrong. I mean, sometimes it's weird because no, sometimes, we make mistakes. We all make mistakes. No, but sometimes the people that you block are very, I guess, level headed with me. And if for whatever reason they got sideways with you and they're like, hey, your, your co-host is, he blocked me. Why is he, you know, why is he acting like this? And I'm like, look, that's, I can't say anything. He's his own person. If he blocked you, he must have yeah. had a reason for it. But that's, that's not me. I, say I'm let you guys just say he's out. old and crotchety. Just, I you know, never he's, say he's, that. Just say he's much older. You know, I, I'd never older. say that about my co-host. But I will say, he's, though, some He's of older, us, he's got kids, you know, his temper is a little shorter. Sometimes we get on Sometimes <laughs> we get on social media and sometimes we just have a shorter fuse than other days. Like, you can That's get up true. sometimes. We're That's all true. human, right? So we all yes. have bad days. We all get up yes. where sometimes we're a little cranky or grumpy and we, 
we're just we're just in a no zero tolerance mode. Like if anybody says something crazy to me, I'm just gonna yeah. block them. And there well, are some days where you just have a lot of patience. This is what it is. Well, there's this there's this concept that they call holy moments, right? And it basically every day you have an opportunity because every moment you can make it a holy moment or you can make it an unholy moment. And I'm not <laughs> referring to the travesty we saw in the Grammys. But what I'm oh, saying, gosh. what I'm saying is every day you have a moment. Somebody could come at you with some nastiness, right? And you can decide what kind of moment am I going to make it? Am I going to make it a positive one? Am I going to make a negative one? We all decide. And some days, to your point, we're not in a good mood. Something's happened. Something's bothering us. So we choose the negative, right? But in reality, if we did the positive more often, and I do try to do I have people come at me sometimes. I'm like, hey, man, you can disagree, but no reason to get upset about it, okay? I'm totally cool if you disagree. We don't have to agree on something. Uh, and I find a lot of times when you do that, people, like, they realize what they're doing, that they're kind of, whoa, out of control when you treat them with kindness instead of with fire. And suddenly it kind of turns the conversation. And I've, I've met a lot of people online that way who I now have great correspondence with over. So so I, I need to take my own advice at times. But nonetheless, just something for you guys to think about, especially so, to with the car. So to tie this all in, once Derek Carr is either traded or cut, and you want to <laughs> yell at me, me or Sky, it's all cool. It's if you gone. disagree with what we said or we were wrong about something, it's all good. You know, it's coming down the pipeline in about seven, eight days. Oh, it's going to happen. It's happened. It's happened. And we're going to and we're going to cover it wall to wall um, <laughs> for one last time. We'll, we'll play old Lang Syne at the end. Um, I will say this, though, too. This one I'm going to share this one experience in closing, which was. I had somebody, and this was just on Monday. I think I think you saw it, Mo. I had a guy argue with me that the Jets are not as good as the Raiders as an opportunity for Aaron Rodgers. And the Jets weren't very good. They have no offense. I said, no, they have an offense. They just have no quarterback. They have a top five defense, top three defense. And if you have a top three defense, you could have a 15th offense and still be a really good team. So... That's the one thing I'm going to say is, and every once in a while I will say something like I know it and I realize I don't know as much as I've done and somebody will call me on it. They always do. And it's great because it catches me. And I say, you know what? You're right. I was wrong about that. Let me check in or let me learn more about it before I comment. That's what I would say to fans, Raider fans out there. You, If you don't watch a lot of football outside of your team, which is totally fine. I'm not telling you you have to. But to say a team is bad when you never watch them because you see two minutes of highlights on Sunday or you look at their record, um, doesn't necessarily mean to do it. I think we owe it to each other. For football fans, we're covering football. Know a little bit, and if you don't know it, it's okay. Say, hey, why do you think the Jets, ask me, why do you think the Jets, I didn't think the Jets were very good. They were, they didn't make the playoffs. Well, okay, let me tell you why they're very good. So, so anyway, just some advice out there. We can all help each other learn more uh, and, and get along better. So there's my thing. I know it'll go on deaf ears, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think a little bit of that is fan allegiance too, though. Like That's no fan, too. most fans are not going to admit that a team has better pieces than their team. Like they, they're always going to say, well, my team's <laughs> got this. My Remember fans, a lot of fans will inflate the value of certain players on their team when they say, this player is really good. Yeah. And, and I just want to use this as an example. I know people are going to come at me for this, but the whole Colt, <laughs> the Colt Miller thing, right? Yeah. I think Colt Miller is a B-plus offensive tackle. Yeah, There are some people that, fans that think Colt Miller is an all-pro tackle. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I think Colt Miller is a really good tackle. I'm not saying he's bad tackle, mediocre. I'm just saying that Colt Miller is really good, not great. 
Now, again, there are fans that go, what are you talking about, Mo? He's he has he's only allowed this many sacks and pressures, and he should be an all-pro, pro bowler. I think he's on that borderline where he's like, could be a pro bowler, like right there. But I don't think he's as good as some fans think he is. Because there are some games where he's playing against top-tier edge rushers, and he gets crushed out there. And I'm not picking on him and cherry-picking on certain games, but – I see it with Chargers games. For some reason, Colton Miller does not play well against the Chargers. I don't yeah, know what it is, but he he doesn't play well against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And there are other there were other games where I saw he was going against top tier edge rushers, and he just didn't measure up. Now against the lower tier edge rushers, fine, pretty good. But he has his moments where he doesn't look quite like a pro buzz. Some fans <laughs> think he is. That's my yeah. rant for today. And there's nothing wrong with defending your. And to your point about players on your team. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with it. Even, I mean, I get some of the hated rivals. Okay, the Chargers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. the Broncos, the Chiefs. But look, you can hate the Chiefs. And I had a bunch of fans tell me this the other day, actually, online. You can hate the Chiefs, but if you want to deny that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, then you're just you're not being honest. Sorry, I know it's a Raiders show. I'm just going to tell you because he is. Now, well, he's only won one Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Okay, well. That doesn't matter. I mean, look, it mat- rings matter, but at the same time, uh, you have to look at his play and you have to look at what he does. His team has been in five consecutive. Well, he's only won two of those or three. Oh, it doesn't matter. He's been there, right? He's putting his team in a position to win. He can't control all of it, but you got your. So, so just you can you can say, hey, I hate the effing Chiefs. I hate Patrick Mahomes. Like I always say, I said it last show. I hate the Yankees, but I respect them because they find a way to do it. At least they have in the past. So. And when I will root against them, and I hope they lose, and I hope they lose ten to nothing every game of the year. But if they win the World Series, now the only team I won't give any credit to is the Dodgers. But that's beside the point. <laughs> you're, just, you're just racking up I'm a lot kidding. of hate mail today. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Well, that the baseball season is going to get going. But anyway, all right, Mo. Well, uh, that's it. We're going to get Thursday. We'll see what else is going on in the news. Maybe there'll be a Derek Carr trade by Thursday. You never know. Um, we do need to talk. I know we talked about it last week, but the whole situation with Josh Jacobs and the tag. Josh Jacobs said at the Pro Bowl, I don't want the tag. No player wants the tag. So people making a big deal out of that is, is to me, just nothing. Uh, but but it t- appears to me, especially depending on what the Raiders do at quarterback, uh, if, they, if they get an Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that, then – He's definitely tagged. If they don't and they go rookie quarterback, then maybe there's a possibility they sign him to a contract. But we'll get into that and any other news that's popping up. We'll also take our look at the Super Bowl, the Chiefs and, of course, the Eagles in the game. We've already talked about a little bit who we think is going to win, but we'll get some more into that as we go through Super Bowl week. It'll be a fun week, Mo. I know you're going to have a lot of work to do at Bleacher Report. What do you got coming on SportsNot as it concerns the Raiders? As far as it concerns the Raiders, I'm going to actually look at, after our interview with Mr. Dougherty, I'm going to look at Aaron Rodgers' trade value from my perspective, what I think a trade would look like between the Raiders and the Packers mm. if the Packers were okay a trade. I know a lot of Raider fans, based on what I said today, are going to be disappointed and say, no, we don't want that trade because it's too much, but I'm going to give you my opinion <laughs> on that anyway. And I may take a spin and look at free agency. I'm actually going to do something special for free agency this year because the Raiders need a lot of help. So there are going to be a lot of targets for the Raiders for free agency. So I'm going to, I'm going to do something different this year and I'm going to get started on that. And then right after that, I'm going to get into looking at quarterbacks. If, unless an Aaron Rodgers deal goes down, 
I'm going to do a deep dive on some, on the quarterbacks that the Raiders could draft number seven overall or in the first round period. Yes. And we're going to get all, we're going to over the next several weeks, we're going to get all into that free agents, the draft, of course, we're also working to solidify a date with TJ O'Sullivan from the quarterback school if you saw on Monday, I tweeted out his breakdown of C.J. Stroud. Of course, he's a former NFL quarterback, played for the 49ers. But before you say anything, he also played for the Raiders. He's a former Raider. Once a Raider, always a Raider. Uh, but he'll join us from San Diego. Just got to get a date solidified there. We'll have him go through the young quarterbacks. And uh, with his knowledge of NFL systems and a Josh McDaniel system, sort of talk about fits there. So we got a lot of great stuff coming up on the show. Don't tell us it's the offseason because we're continuing to bring the A game that Mo and I know. Also, in addition to Mo's story coming up, again, my piece on SportsNot on why the Raiders should not trade for Aaron Rodgers and instead focus on how the heck they get C.J. Stroud, uh, you can check that up on SportsNot. I'll tweet it out as well uh, at LV Gully. Follow Mo at, on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. Look for the big new single from a band that's unnamed yet called Midtown Mo. If you don't know what Midtown Mo is, go back a couple episodes and you'll learn. We got some fun stuff going on. Oh, you're gonna love it, dude! You're gonna just love Spe- it. It's gonna be speaking awesome. of. I, I know you're teasing me here. <laughs> no, I, I have it's no coming. idea what's coming. Yeah, but uh, I, I've almost forgot to mention. Speaking of Midtown Mo, I'm gonna have a Raiders live show next Friday on the 17th, talking about a lot of the Raiders offseason targets as far as draft and free. This agency. is on Bleacher so- Report. This is on Bleach Report. Yes. It'll Bleach be Report it'll, live. It'll it'll start Friday, I believe, at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific time. So Lunchtime. get in the chat. I I usually go go in the chat and read out the comments. So you know if you're active, you have your opinions, you disagree, whatever, hop in the Bleach Report chat with me, and I'll read out some of your comments and even answer if you have a question. Okay, and so wardrobe for that? Are we going to be in a leather coat since you're Midtown Mo now? What are you going to? I usually hop on there with a fresh fade. I usually get a fade the day I know. before. Yes. And then the I, I get on and then I'm, I, you know, usually have, you know, some, you'll see, I, I'm going to change it up. This but time. you got, see now, but now you're Midtown Mo. So like you, you can do hoodie on this show, but on that show now you gotta, like, you gotta step it up a little bit. <laughs> Being challenged by Scott in my wardrobe. You gotta, you gotta, st- you gotta step. I mean, you gotta, I don't know, leather, uh, something. Uh, a rope chain? Suede. You want to go in 80? You want to go see. 80s rope chain? How about that? <laughs> I don't see you at a rope chain. I just don't see that. Boom but. box, boom box, rope chain. Do we need to get you like Tango a silver hat. and black today logo bling? <laughs> nice big, nice big. I'm, big I might piece. get one. Yeah, no. You know, a nice, a nice 20 pound piece hanging off of my <laughs> neck as I'm... Mo, why are you like this on the show all the time? Uh, That's the change. Gotta gotta have fun with it, you know? You do. You do. We have fun on this show. We're going to have a lot of fun this summer, too. We'll have goofy stuff coming on. Uh, We're going to get some Raider greats on, too. We're going to do all kinds of great stuff. So stick with us. Subscribe to the podcast or subscribe on YouTube. Mo, have a good one, man. I will talk to you on Thursday. All right. All right. For our producer, David Stepanian, and for Mo Moten, I am Scott Branson. We appreciate you guys being here. Again, subscribe to the podcast. We will talk to you again on Thursday, including our infamous and popular Raider Nation mailbag segment. So join us then, uh, and we will talk to you. Have a great week, everybody, and enjoy yourselves. And remember, keep a little positivity out there. Take care, everybody.